Hello, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lorraine Montgomery, and I am your host, <clears throat> reading from Acts chapter 14. Uh, this is episode 21.3. So uh, welcome, and thank you for joining me uh, in today's reading. And uh, I'm always uh, so thankful that you're here listening and joining in to one chapter a day, uh, five days a week. Um, so I hope you're having a good day. Uh, apparently, I'm still in Hawaii, as you can see from the background, it's not my house, it's my father-in-law's house, so, um, so we are enjoying the weather here, it's quite lovely, um, it's very sunny and pretty, and I know that a lot of places in the country are not like that right now, so, um, sorry, but it is nice here, <clears throat> so, uh, I am going to go ahead and dive right in, and start out with prayer first, as always, so, uh, let's pray. <coughs> Heavenly Father, we are so grateful and so thankful for all that you provide for us. And uh, we are thankful for this beautiful weather here as we get to visit. And uh, Lord, I just uh, pray blessings over every person out there uh, who uh, is joining us. Uh, Lord, we are eternally grateful for the gift of your Son, Jesus Christ, and we thank you for his sacrifice on the cross. It is his uh, spotless blood that covers all of our sins and we're so um, undeserving of it but you love us so much that you sent him uh, to be that sacrificial lamb the lord bless us as we are entering into your word we ask you to uh, anoint this time and anoint us um, open our hearts open our minds to receive the message that you want us to receive Pray blessings over every person out there who might be listening and diving in and reading with us, Lord. And I pray that you will uh, grow this um, ministry uh, to as long as it's a part of your will and uh, it is furthering your kingdom, Lord. We uh, ask you to, to bless us and um, grow this ministry. So uh, I'm thankful for those on, that I'm seeing that are... Uh, listening and uh, liking us on Facebook, and I pray that they're listening, so uh, just just grateful, so Lord, take us where you want us to go, let us meet the people you want us to meet, let us say the words you want us to say, and keep us out of your way, in Jesus' name, you know, <coughs> all right, so uh, let's go ahead and start reading, I already pre-read and did a little bit of highlighting, uh, as always, uh, we are in the Daily Walk Bible, and it is the New Living Translation. There's nothing special about this particular Bible. It's just one that I like to read. It's, it, for me, it's easy to read. It's clear. Um, uh, and uh, I don't know, I just found it to be easy to read. So um, and we just thought it'd be easier for you to stay on the same page with us as we're reading through. <clears throat> so I'm going to take a drink. Sorry. <clears throat> okay. Chapter 14, episode 21.3. Paul and Barnabas in Iconium. Put my readers on. The same thing happened in Iconium. Uh, Paul and Barnabas went to the Jewish synagogue and preached with such power that a great number of both Jews and Greeks became believers. Some of the Jews, however, spurned God's message and poisoned the minds of the Gentiles against Paul and Barnabas. But the apostles stayed there a long time, preaching boldly about the grace of the Lord, and the Lord proved their message was true, 
by giving them power to do miraculous signs and wonders. But the people of the town were divided in their opinion about them. Some sided with the Jews and some with the apostles. Then a mob of Gentiles and Jews, along with their leaders, decided to attack and stone them. When the apostles learned of it, they fled to the region of Lyconia, Lyconia, sorry, uh, to the towns of Lystra and Derb and the surrounding area. And there they preached the good news. Paul and Barnabas in Lystra and Derb. While they were there, while they were at Lystra, Paul and Barnabas came upon a man with crippled feet. He had been that way from birth, so he had never walked. He was sitting and listening as Paul preached. Looking straight at him, Paul realized that he had faith to be healed. So Paul called to him in a loud voice, Stand up! And the man jumped to his feet and started walking. When the crowd saw that Paul had done what Paul had done, they shouted in their local dialect, These men are gods in human form. They decided that Barnabas was the Greek god Zeus and that Paul was Hermes, since he was the chief uh, speaker. Now the temple of Zeus was located just outside the town, so the priest of the temple and the crowd brought bowls and wreaths of flowers to the town gates, and they prepared to offer sacrifices to the apostles. But when the apostles, Barnabas and Paul, heard what was happening, they tore their clothing in dismay and ran out among the people, shouting, Friends, why are you doing this? We are merely human beings, just like you. We have come to bring you the good news that you should turn from these worthless things and turn to the living God, who made heaven and earth, the sea, and everything in them. In the past, he permitted all the nations to go their own ways, but he never left them without evidence of himself and his goodness. For instance, he sends you rain and good crops and gives you food and joyful hearts. But even with these words, Paul and Barnabas could scarcely restrain the people from sacrificing to them. Then some Jews arrived from Antioch and Iconium and won the crowds to their side. They stoned Paul and dragged him out of town, thinking he was dead. But as the believers gathered around him, he got up and went back into the town. The next day he left with Barnabas for Derb. Paul and Barnabas returned to Antioch of Syria. <coughs> After preaching the good news in Derb and making many disciples, Paul and Barnabas returned to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch of Pisidia, where they strengthened the believers. They encouraged them to continue in the faith, reminding them that we must suffer many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. Paul and Barnabas also appointed elders in every church. With prayer and fasting, they turned to the elders over to the, over to the care of the Lord, in whom they had put their trust. Then they traveled back through Pisidia to Pamphylia. They preached the word in Perga, then went down to Italia. Finally, they returned by ship to Antioch of Syria, where their journey had begun. The believers there had entrusted them to the grace of God to do the work they had now completed. Upon arriving in Antioch, they called the church together and reported everything God had done through them and how he had opened the door of faith to the Gentiles too. And they stayed there with the believers for a long time. All right, so let's go back to the beginning, and um, I think it's just 
basically continuing on from the last chapter, 13, uh, when they, they basically they shook the dust from their feet as a sign of rejection and went to the town of Iconium. And then, so the same thing happened in Iconium. Paul and Barnabas went to the Jewish synagogue and preached with such great power that both Jews and Greeks became believers. <coughs> Some of the Jews, however, spurned God's message and poisoned the minds of the Gentiles against Paul and Barabbas. But the apostles stayed there a long time, preaching boldly about the grace of the Lord, and the Lord proved their message was true by giving them power to do miraculous signs and wonders. But the people of the town were divided in their opinion about them. Some sided with the Jews and some with the apostles. And then they were going to stone them. Of course, the apostles figured out what was going to happen, so they fled to the region of Lyconia. I don't know how to say that. I'm sorry. To the towns of Lystra and Derbe. And there they preached the good news. And then while they were in Lystra, Paul and Barnabas came upon a man and they healed the crippled man. Um, and of course, when that happened, all the people thought they were gods, which is crazy. And of course, um, when Paul and Barnabas heard what was happening, they tore their clothes and said, no, no, we're, you know, we're just like you are. We're just, you know, normal people and we're just preaching the good news. And God's giving us this, this power to do this healing. It's not coming from us. So they're trying to give God the glory and, um, and they're giving, you know, they're trying to say, this is all about, you know, God who made the heavens and the earth. Um, but even with these words, Paul and Barnabas could scarcely, scarcely restrain the people from sacrificing to them. So they couldn't stop them for some reason. And then, of course, the Jews arrived and were upset. And so they stoned Paul and dragged him out of town thinking he was dead. But as the believers gathered around him, he got up and went back to the town, which I guess he didn't feel like shaking the dust off his feet yet. <clears throat> but then the next day, he left with Barnabas for Dirk. And then they went back, and they're trying to... Uh, they've appointed some elders in every church. They're praying, they're fasting over um, the, the elders. And they're just trying to uh, strengthen the believers and the apostles and, and anybody that's attached to the church. They're trying to give them uh, the strength to continue uh, preaching the good word. And so, uh, upon arriving in Antioch, they called the church together and reported everything God had done through them and how he had opened the door of faith to the Gentiles, too. And they stayed there with the believers for a long time. So, this is really just continuing to tell us how the church is growing and how Barnabas and Paul are just really just so on fire for getting the word out. And I think it's just telling us that this is what we should be. We should be on fire for getting the word out to anybody that we know who is not a believer, you know. And if, if you're not that person to lead somebody to Christ, you should be praying that for the person to be in that person's life. You know, you should... that. At least that's what I try to do. I think if I'm not that person to lead somebody to Christ, um, I'm okay with that. As long as I'm sprinkling seeds everywhere on fertile ground uh, and it might be entering their hearts, then I'm good with that. I don't have to be the person to lead them to Christ as long as they get there, you know, somehow. And God's going to do what he's going to do. It's not up to us. He's going to, you know, take care of that. So, um, you know, just uh, keep praying and praying and praying. You know, that's our biggest tool 
um, to do that and be bold. You know, today uh, we were out on a boat um, uh, for reasons, personal reasons, but we were all out on the boat. And uh, the, the man had a, a he greater than I uh, sticker on his boat, which is a ministry that's up on the North Shore that started up in the North Shore. And uh, I, I, to, I knew he was a Christian, which I thought was really cool. And I was like, oh, I like your sticker. And he's like, praise God. And I'm like, you know, uh, you don't know who you're going to meet. You, don't, you absolutely do not know who you're going to meet. You don't know who's going to be a believer. But I'm just so thankful that there's so many out there. And they're scattered, and they're put in our paths. So uh, I just, I just find it uh, encouraging. Um, and you know, and being bold is is something that God requires of us to open up our mouths and not be afraid, because He says, if you deny me here on earth, I'm going to deny you in heaven. So if you're not opening up your mouth and giving God the glory, He's going to deny you in heaven. So um, anyway. Um, Okay, so that's it for today. Uh, really good uh, episode, as always is. And um, I think I lost my bookmark. Oh, well, but anyway. Um, so, again, uh, speaking of uh, being a believer or becoming a believer, if you're a non-believer or you haven't given your life over to Jesus, um, this is your moment uh, that uh, we will give you that opportunity. We will lead you in that prayer. Um, and if you... Uh, choose to say it, say it out loud, uh, believe it in your heart, um, and, uh, and if you are a believer, if you want to say it to reaffirm your uh, belief in Christ, then uh, please, please do. So, okay, let's pray. Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I know I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son Jesus, it's his perfect blood that washes away all my sins, past, present, and future. Today, I will live my life for you. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for my salvation, in Jesus' name. Amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, thank you. That's awesome. Uh, congratulations, and uh, welcome to the kingdom of heaven. Um, so, uh, we... Jeremiah and I encourage you to uh, get to a church, get to a minister if you need to, uh, talk to the person who may have led you to Christ, uh, celebrate, mark it in your Bible. Today was the day that you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, um, and uh, and go live for Christ because uh, that's what that's what we're charged with. That's what God uh, wants us to do. So. So that's it for today. Uh, I'm, again, eternally grateful that I get to do this with you, and I'm so thankful that you're on this journey with us. Uh, with Jeremiah, he will be back on Friday. Um, so in a couple of days, uh, he'll be doing it with us. And so, um, But until then, uh, I will continue to do this, um, set aside time uh, here on my vacation, as, uh, as uh, you know, God permits me to. So... I may do two tomorrow. I don't know, but uh, we'll see. But anyway, uh, God bless you. I'm so glad that you are here today, whatever time it is, morning, noon, night. And I pray that you have a wonderful day. So thanks again, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye.